This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. The eighth. Hernandez. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Diva Lounge. I'm Julie Hostler with Maribel Hernandez. Hernandez, everybody. Maribel. <laughs> and our guests today are coffee enthusiasts. We have them today in celebration of National Coffee Day. International Coffee okay, Day. Okay, it's both, actually, right? One we'll is just on, call it yeah, the let's weekend. Call it the weekend. Well, for sure. They're from Carlsbad, California. Yep. Um. They own and operate um, Leap Coffee. It's also yep, yep. a cafe. Hi, you guys. Cafe. I have Hello, PJ Ortega. PJ Ortega, yeah. <laughs> Want to make sure I get the name right. <laughs> and David Alfaro. Alfaro. Yes. Good morning, go. David. Good morning. Bienvenidos. Welcome to the show. Thank, Thank you for you. being here. Yeah. So. Thank you. You have a coffee place. Up we do, in we do. Carlsbad, how's that going? It's going great. Yeah, I've been open for about a year and a half, and uh, we're a cafe and roastery. Uh, we do wholesale uh, catering, um, but yeah, we have a beautiful two thousand square foot cafe that is has very a dis- view. Yeah, has an incredible view mm-hmm. of some of the Carlsbad farmland. Gorgeous off El Camino uh, and Faraday. So it's behind Palomar Airport. Um, again, beautiful location. It was. You know, meticulously thought out of where <laughs> when this was, was established. Be. Uh, the beginning of last yeah. year. Okay, so. and it took off right away too. Yeah, we just kind of we've been super blessed with customers. Everybody that's <laughs> been coming in. Yeah, it's been incredible. We're right next to a really great bakery called Prager Brothers mm-hmm. uh-huh. and Happy Pantry that does a lot of like fermented, uh, you know, kimchi, sauerkraut, all that kind of good stuff too. There's O juice. It's turned into this little, like, foodie place. Ah. Um, we even have a salami place right next to us. And, uh, yeah, it's incredible. It's a little business park, but it's turned into this little food spot. Um, so it's been a lot of fun, a lot of fun with all the local neighbors and everybody It's not coming. a secret place anymore. Not so much, yeah, but it's definitely a destination location. Yeah, I've been there. It's busy. Yeah. So uh, talk to us about Leap Coffee. What What does that stand for? What do you guys so the the, the yeah. actual name, name the name came by uh, the founder JJ. He originally, uh, when he was leaving the medical real estate business, everybody was like, "You're getting into coffee, <laughs> medical real estate business, and then coffee." They're like, "That's a big jump. That's a big leap." And he just kept hearing mm. this over and over. And then, you know, he he's very much like you know, he watched sports stuff like that, and he was like thinking vertical leap. Uh, and then someone told him just to drop the vertical and just call it Leap Coffee, like everything, you know. Yeah. Every good thing is just, you know, one word, Leap. So, uh, and it turned into such a a great brand. And mm-hmm. then the frog just kind of happened to uh, jump in the mix after, <laughs> uh, you know, the name, of course. And it just worked in unison. So it was great. Yeah, wow. for sure. So be, besides, I mean, you guys are bringing coffee from all over the world. What is there a right. main focus or? Yeah. How far away David, is it coming welcome from? to the show. <laughs> what role do you play at uh, Leap Coffee? What's your title there? Um, let's call it cafe manager. Let's call it multiple hat wear. <laughs> yeah, multiple. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, cafe manager, barista, sometimes kitchen, roasting, quality control. 
How long have you been working for Leap Coffee? What about three months? Going on four months? Four months. Oh, so yeah. just recent. And we throw you right into the diva line. <laughs> I know. That's right. Sheesh. So what's your background? Mostly coffee. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. Much, uh, coffee and restaurant management. Uh-huh. Just dealing with everything from where we're ordering things from, how we're preparing things, uh-huh. all the way up to how it's presented and experienced by the customer. Uh-huh. So with coffee, similar, getting quality product, roasting it correctly, uh-huh. and then, well, roasting it to the way we figured out what our profile is. Mm. And, and what, what is the profile at Leap Coffee? Good. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, yeah, we actually, no, but lattes, everything. Yeah, well, the thing is we have uh, three main staples, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, two different espresso blends and one house coffee. So, I mean, you can define those if you want. Yeah, like our mm. sweet cheeks we wanted. Well, that's what uh, Leap wanted was mm-hmm. – uh, how do I explain it? Well, we get we have lemon – we have hazelnut in there. We got some mm. cacao. So you want something a little sweet with a little bite to it. Mm-hmm. But that it just, like kind of tickles your inner cheeks. Like it's this this fun, just brighter kind of espresso, uh, which is a lot of fun. So and it's a great experience since the beginning. Now, how do you guys go about choosing the right type of bean or how does that work? How does that whole process work? Of Yeah. Do you uh, go to or, Columbia and check it out? Or? I wish. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> How does that work? Is it just from your background, from your knowledge that you just know where the suppliers are? And how does that whole process work? I mean, PJ knows most of the suppliers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is we have, yeah, we have a couple of pretty brilliant suppliers that have become friends of ours. Mm. And yeah, the thing is, so it all, it all comes down to what taste profile we're after Mm -hmm. and all the different regions have their kind of special, you know, flavors. And so from... How they actually grow, you know, the region, the elevation, the climate. You know, I mean, there's so much involved to it. But then, you know, when it comes to inside of our uh, roastery, or, you know, once we receive it, then the biggest part is the roasting aspect, Mm -hmm. which is a whole different dynamic. It's huge because you can make or break coffee. You know, you can, anybody can roast coffee, but. You know, it takes a real skill set to make, you know, real great roasted coffee. And you guys are doing that there. Yeah. You guys are roasting the coffee at Leap Coffee. Yeah. So the cafe is the front of the house and Uh the roastery is the back of the house. Mm. So, yeah, we have this beautiful thousand square foot, you know, roastery in the back that's just, uh, you know, so beautiful. You just roast every day or? No, we actually uh, do it a few times a week Mm. and that we have scheduled. You know, David, you know, created the roast schedule and uh, mm-hmm. you know, we have the cupping days uh, right after and basically cupping coffee is uh, well, I'll have you kind of define what cupping coffee is <laughs> Get in the mix here. So for cupping, after we roast the coffee, we let it sit no more than 24 hours. That way we can get a good idea of what the coffee is going to taste like. Usually they're in little five ounce cups. I mean, you could do it any size. Uh-huh. It's just standard. We use our five ounce cups and what we're looking for is the aroma, the taste, seeing if we're what we're tasting. If you're getting like an Ethiopia, maybe that we got, we wanted it for its berry quality. So do you taste those berries or are you tasting some imperfections? Are you tasting some ashiness, mm-hmm. some over roastedness? So that's what we're looking for. Did we roast it correctly or is it because the beans that we got are older? So we're not getting the same quality. 
So you want to check for that, and that's stage one of it, seeing if it passes, if that's a good roast, and if that's a good roast profile, then that's the profile that we follow, so mm-hmm. then we can replicate it and keep a consistent flavor when you experience it as a customer. So, so yeah, so what if it doesn't pass the first test? You yeah, just okay. re-roast it or roast it? I we, mean, well, you we, get one of those big denied stamps. <laughs> <laughs> Reject. <laughs> Rejected. <laughs> So uh, that's where you figure out where the issue is. Is it because the beans are old or Mm. it's just not what we're looking for? Or if they're over-roasted? If they're over-roasted, then you know how to adjust it by maybe changing the temperature, doing airflow at different times. Instead of roasting it faster, maybe roasting it a little shorter. Or instead of doing it higher temperature, you do it a little lower and roast it a little longer to prolong like the development stage. So it all just depends on what you're looking for. And like he said, what type of bean it is. Is it Ethiopia? Is it Colombia? Brazil? You know, nice Mexico or Guatemala? Oh. So it just all depends what we're looking for as far as flavor-wise. So there's a lot of science involved. Very oh, much yeah. so. Yeah, it's huge. Because, I mean, that's just for one bean. Then you take into account like our espresso or our cheers, which is our house blend. Mm-hmm. Blends involve more than one bean. So you have to roast each one to their perfect profile and then from there you have to find the right ratio of how much to mix do you put this much columbia do you put mm-hmm. this much of like an ethiopia how much do you put all based off of what you want to experience in that cup huh. like, do you want a nice sweet fruity flavor in the beginning some nice you know citrus maybe or if you want a little sweetness and then a good clean finish so it all depends on what you want from those three parts the beginning the middle and the end Wow. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know all that went. Now, so, and I, buy, I see these blends all the time, and now I'm like, so what, like, I'm just trying to add creamer to it. Right, no kidding. So what would, what would be considered good coffee? Or is it just too broad? To yeah, just, like, is it really strong, like well, the bean? The thing is, the way I believe what's good coffee yeah. is, what's good coffee for me is the way I'm drinking it. The way what's good coffee for you is how you drink it. Let's say... We have the exact same coffee, but you prefer to grind it finer so it extracts more. Mm. Now, let's say maybe to traditional standards, over-extracting isn't a good thing, but you like it strong. You like it how it tastes, and I don't like – I feel that coffee is more about a community Mm. thing. Like, it brings people together, so there's no need to say, hey, you're drinking it wrong. That's not how you Mm. drink it. It's all about how you enjoy it and the experience. And that's all we're trying to do is kind of bring that experience to people so you can enjoy a good cup of coffee. Yeah, experience is the biggest part of it. Um, But there is the fact that we're specialty grade. And what that means is uh, coffee scored on a 100-point scale. And specialty coffee, you know, is basically defined within, you know, they say 80 points and higher. Mm -hmm. Uh, But usually people try to go for at least like 83 to 84-point coffee and higher. And then there's a gold cup standard. Which is the 1%, which is 95 and above. Yeah, which, you know, that really is the kind of defining coffees. Um, Your wallet will define it, too. (laughs) How do you get that rating? Somebody comes out and... You have people called Q graders, and they're certified by the SEA. Uh And what I like about the SEA, the Specialty Coffee Association, there's the the European and the American one. And what's great about that, it's, it's not just a company that says this is the standard... That company, what that stands for is they grab coffee lovers from everywhere. Business owners, roasters, baristas, they get everyone and everyone decides this is what the standard is. 
from mm. using everyone's experiences. And after that standard set, people know what to follow, and that's what you aim for. Mm. They're the ones that have people, and you have Q graders, which go and grade the coffee all the way from the green bean. They tell you, you know, the texture of it, density, how good it is, where the way it came from the farm, same after it's roasted, what profile you're looking for from there. So they just grade it, and that's where they get their grading from. Wow, that's very interesting. Yeah, (laughs) and now let's talk about, like you say, uh, the community, the culture, no? Because you're saying there's it's people from all over the world coming together and deciding this works, that doesn't work. So there's a culture. There's a coffee culture. Definitely a culture, yeah. Do you guys get a lot of follow from them? Is there a lot of people that go to Leap Coffee for this specific bean? Is there such a thing? Oh, yeah. Like we have – one in particular who lives in Orange County. I mean, oh. I mean, it's it's he's not coming from Australia, but uh-huh. he <laughs> comes all the way down here to just buy our coffee. Our yeah, I mean, he loves it. He loves the experience. Uh-huh. He, it's not just. I mean, I'm sure he can always come order it online from us, and we'd ship it to him. But he chooses to come see us. Have a quick little chat, pick up his coffee, and then get some fresh air. I love yeah, that again, place with that view. Again, it's a destination. Like mm-hmm. you know, people are looking to seek, you know, something uh, that they can have a great experience. But yeah, the biggest thing is like you know, for me, the original uh, experience because I, you know, it's funny because I wasn't a big coffee drinker, mm-hmm. and you know, I was experienced with um, a pour over, and that's what really kind of changed the game yeah. for me. What is that pour over? So, <laughs> so uh, there's actually quite a few different kinds, uh, but it's a specific extraction process. Mm. Or there, I mean, there's a couple of different types of it, but basically you're pouring hot water over ah. the coffee itself, so uh, which has a filter below it, and mm. that's draining out into um, whatever container you're dropping it into. Oh, that makes sense. So a server. Um, but, yeah, and it was funny because the first time – you know, I experienced, I was looking at, you know, my friend JJ, like, and I was sitting there going, what is this guy doing? <laughs> like, he's measuring out all this stuff and, you know, it's basically like a science experiment. And I'm like sitting there going like, yeah. am I a guinea it's pig? Coffee. Yeah. Like, it's coffee. Come on. Right. And, but it was funny because he then, once he was done with the whole, you know, process that was so meticulous, he puts in front of me this little double walled four ounce glass cup. And he's like, okay, let me know what you think. And I'm just sitting there going, <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, like, so I, I took a sip of it and I was like, whoa, wait, what? Like, <laughs> it's kind of, it kind of like took you back because I was like, oh, this is like tea-like. It, you know, I can taste like floral components. Like, it was so interesting. And I was sitting there and all of a sudden it became this like experience, like this real experience. Not only of the way that he was speaking about it prior to the process of doing it to then putting it in front of me and for me trying it, you know, to get this like aha moment. Mm-hmm. And that's where and it really became, it. yeah. And that's yeah. where it really became, um, you know, a passion that I never knew was there. So, which is, you and know, now really you're exciting. part of that culture. Yeah, very much. So yeah, I fell right into it, uh, which is such a blessing. So oh, yeah, good. it just, left, it left a lasting experience. For me, yeah, absolutely, yeah, the yeah. Pour it was, over, hmm. and that's what you guys are trying to now. So the thing have, is, the idea behind Leap Coffee yeah. was to really simplify things, to have just a great cup of coffee, to have a great 
espresso drink, right? So when you experience like an espresso, like just if someone were to order just a single shot espresso, that you get it on a plate, you know, with a spoon and you get your little soda water with it. It's an experience. And, you know, it's one of those things to where you, you know, you bring it to your table and you just enjoy, you know, and then you usually have people around you that enjoy it too. You converse with. And it's so interesting because, you know, our, our world, our societies were kind of defined off coffee houses. Mm -hmm. You know, it's part of the history um, where all these brilliant minds, you know, these religious folks like historians, like scientists, like they would meet in coffee houses because one, they got the caffeine to help them stay alive and be able to do it, (laughs) converse longer. Yeah. Um, But it just became one of those things. And, uh, you know, they actually tried to take them away in Europe, you know, a long time ago, but then. There were so many of them popping up that they couldn't control it, and then it just kind of overwhelmed the world, and then here we are today. So you think it's happening now in, in San Diego? Just, of course, we can't say North County, but now we start – we see more and more coffee well, this shops? Well, thir- this third wave coffee, you know, is definitely coming along um, that's kind of overwhelming the – the market, you know, you have these uh, beautiful places all in San Diego happening like, mm-hmm. you know, Lofty Coffee, you know, up in Encinitas. You got Iron Smith. You got Re- Revolution Roasters um, in Oceanside. You got, you know, Phil's Coffee. It's a bigger company, but, you know, they're kind of a part of the mix. Uh, Better Buzz. You got James Coffee down south mm-hmm. here. Bird Rock's doing amazing things. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah, we can kind of go on oh, and on, yeah. but. You if know, we didn't fa- name you, you know, we're sorry. Yeah, but no, it's not. <laughs> no, like you say, there's, there's yeah, a culture. For sure. there, like, yeah, shout there's, out. There's it's so many of them. Here. But yeah. the great thing is that it's not – I don't feel as if it's a competing market. Uh-huh. Everybody's trying to lift everybody up to do the next best thing, That's and which is awesome. That's the culture that I love to be a part of. That's the community that is great, that uh-huh. you have all these people that you can go to another roaster and chat with them, and they're fully open to – you know, communicate. Of course, they're not going to give you their roast profile, right. and we don't expect that by any means. <laughs> it's like means. that secret recipe. But, you know, yeah. um, <laughs> but it's one of those things to where the community's open to communicate, like, uh, you know, to converse about the topic of specialty coffee, this third wave coffee. And, you know, again, I mean, you'll get places that are literally right next door to each other. Yeah. And they're both doing just fine. Now, are there like coffee conventions, like oh, yeah, gatherings? Oh, I want to go. Um, what we just missed the earlier, what a couple of months ago, were the competitions. So they have the. It starts off, you know, regional, then it goes to national and international, uh-huh. where you have everything from roasting competitions, barista competitions. You even have a. What are they? I can't believe I forgot the name of it. Because one of them for barista, they judge you off of your drinks. You have your, you know, espresso, your cappuccino, and your specialty drinks. You get judged on that. Mm -hmm. Also, how you handle yourself, cleanliness of your area, how you present your product. Also, how much waste you produce. So they're looking for that perfection. Roasting, same thing. They judge your roast based off of other roasters, and then you win. Wow. Have you guys competed? Oh no! Not not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Baby steps. We'll be there to cheer <laughs> you up. You. So they have they have all of that. Then there's other. Uh, they have conventions. I know Anaheim has a coffee convention. 
that do they have a reality show? I don't think so. No. Maybe like coming Like a coffee soon. Big Brother reality show. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. I would watch it. Now, do right. you uh, have you guys been to any of those? I have. Oh, you have? Yeah, I've been to some of them. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh-huh. And then... I mean, there's the most of those. They'll have everyone will have unofficial competitions. So they'll do latte art throwdowns. They'll do <laughs> yeah, they call them throwdowns. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, they're, yeah, they're called throwdowns. <laughs> they are. Yeah, uh, we used to do throwdowns back in the day. Like what, ten, fifteen years ago, we had in unofficial throwdowns. It's not like what it is now, where you get sponsors to donate pieces of equipment so uh-huh. you can hand out. You have raffles. You know, it's a bigger thing. Before it was just. You know, when you're closing, neighboring baristas would come in and you just have personal throwdowns. Just like for, underground. Yeah, just for bragging rights. That's uh-huh. all we really did is just like, yeah, I'm better at it than you are. That's, <laughs> that's it. That's now it's a, it's a it's lot. It's nerdy. Now it's serious. real. Yeah. But it's an art. So, I mean, we would do that with espresso too. Who could pull the best espresso shot? And so, I mean, it was a lot of fun and just uh-huh. seeing it have more exposure now. It's really good because now oh. you have just people from around the world Doing right. it. So now you can have a title as barista. To say, I'm a barista, it means something. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so, yeah. It's 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 pretty wild. I actually watched a documentary um, on a barista competition. Mm-hmm. And it was so funny because somebody asked one of the, the gentlemen like that was on it. They were like, so what are you aspiring to? And he was like, I'm a barista. What do you mean? Like. <laughs> What is it like? This is what I want to do. Uh-huh. And it's interesting because, you know, as a culture, we're, you know, continuously people are always trying to m- make sure that you're kind of hitting the next mark or you're supposed to be doing something mm. that they consider significant. But to, you know, th- this person that this was significant, he was gifting an experience to people and which is fantastic because if that is your mark in the world, perfect. You know, who's to judge you like or who mm-hmm. needs to judge you? Um, if his family supports him, you know, if he believes in himself, like why not? Or he or her, um, it's really neat. So the, you know, the documentary was, it was pretty nerdy, but Mm -hmm. a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. You know, it's just one of those things where you start to dive deeper. And since I haven't been in it as long, Mm -hmm. you know, my eyes get opened up more and more. And I start to look at them like, dude, you guys are nerds. <laughs> like, but this is a totally different scale of yeah. nerd. Yeah. You know, we're not talking about like high school, like, you know, science, oh, math real. nerd, stuff like that. Uh-huh. We're talking about like, I mean, these capture the components of all those things and wrap it in. And plus it has artists because you're doing, you know, these throwdowns like a yeah. latte art. And people are like doing little swans and like, hearts on the yeah you know. So is there a competition for that as well? Oh yeah, yeah that's, that's, the, that's part of the throwdown. Yeah. Oh, that's the whole thing. Well, that's I mean, it, it, it talking is. about the roasting, the how hot it is. Well, the... this is just straight up like for baristas because uh-huh. it's not just. I mean, it's science and art. Yeah, science, you're learning how to. They call it stretching milk. What you're aerating, you're introducing the air into the milk as you steam it, oh. but knowing uh. how much of it to introduce so it foams up. That's what stretching or aerating means. Ah. It's just foaming up your milk. Uh-huh. Like, I thought it's just milk. We gotta I'm stop sure. writing down all these I, terms. I, I, how do you <laughs> also, calculate that? Yeah. <laughs> so knowing what temperature to stop to, because that temperature is where you get, you know, your good flavors. That's where you get a lot of that. The was it your. Uh, Lactose. I'm uh-huh. just forgetting all my words. Today. Oh, God. <laughs> that's where Coffee. it all crystallizes and you get a little sweetness to the milk. And usually that's why everyone aims around 150 to 160 degrees. So getting your milk stretched, if you overdo it, it's going to be thick and it's going to be harder to 
do art on it. If you steam it and you stretch the milk too thin, you're going to get the same thing where it's not going to paint. So what you're looking for is almost like a, the way we call it is a paint consistency. So it looks like wet paint mm. and that's how you do it. And Kinda even like then mat, the science like of the, yeah, the science finish. of the pour too, knowing that, well, if you start up high, it's going to force the milk to go down under the espresso. Stop. So it doesn't paint. <laughs> so you get the nice dark color. And then as you're pouring, you get closer and closer. So you're just on top of the surface. You're not disrupting the surface area. So you can be able to paint your design. Oh and my. you just thought they were making a latte. <laughs> and then, and then how I'm going to do your that hand. at home. No, I'm going to have more respect for those baristas. I tell you, I mean. You're like, you go. <laughs> do it. <laughs> And even then, bigger tip. I'm not kidding. I mean, it's an art. Yeah, and even then, you'll get it perfectly. You know, you'll get a nice heart, a swan, a rosetta, a tulip. You'll go maybe three days off, and you go back to making your drink, and it feels like you're starting over. Like you still have the art, uh-huh. but even though customers are like, "Oh my god, it's beautiful," to the breeze, you're like, oh, "I could have done better." Are you? Kidding? Yeah, of course. <laughs> We do with that. He all lays the time. in bed at night thinking, how can I do that better? You'd be surprised. They're on YouTube looking at better techniques and trying to figure out how to better make their lattes. Oh my God. I love it. Yeah, that's why, you know, some people do choose it as a career. Yeah. I mean <clears throat> working with certain companies, maybe you're just stuck there, but on in other places, you not only have the luxury of moving up, maybe doing supervisor, but from the barista aspect. You're a barista that might end up with a company that actually pays to send you out to go compete, to wow. get titles, because that's also recognition for that roasting company. Correct. So, I mean, there's a lot involved with that. And then you getting a following, just a, being a barista. Hey, well, I was reading Reader's Digest, and they had these interesting facts. And they said, in Italy, the average age for a barista is, what would you guess, the average age? That's right. 48 years old. 48. I mean. It's a career. Where is it here? 24. It's about my age, like 60. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're looking good for 60. Just kidding. <laughs> it's all that coffee. Um, yeah, it's all that Six, coffee. I mean, 48. But you, like you say, you're talking a career, practicing yeah. and, you know, doing this over and over and over again. Well, right. most uh, – I know when I was first learning, this was about 15 years ago, you actually had to – they called it barbacking, just like bartending. You weren't allowed to touch the espresso machine for at least six months. You had to earn your way to be able to pull espresso. Now, I know it sounds ridiculous for people that aren't a part oh, no, of that, thinking, no. well, you're just pulling shots. <laughs> yeah. But you have to learn how you're measuring the espresso correctly. You have to know how to tamp the coffee, how to extract it. So you're dialing all that in, steaming your milk. It takes practice. So even then, you weren't allowed to touch the machine. I mean – there's a lot more involved than just than meets the eye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we love coffee. Everybody's drinking coffee these days. I well, see. and like I said, and, and because, like you say, it's a it's growing. Yeah, very much so, yeah. and it's always been a part of the uh, community. You know, it's one of the, it's one of those things that everybody's like, oh, let's go grab a cup of coffee. Yeah. It's like the default thing in the dating yeah. world. It's like, okay, yeah. before we do anything, let's go get a cup of coffee <laughs> or tea. You know, because they're like, if, you know, I don't want to sit there for a whole meal, you know, the coffee, it's quick and I can go and I'm going to be like, you know, it's going to work or it's not going to work. If not, at least I had good coffee. Coffee's part of all of it. (laughs) So at Leap Coffee, um, uh, you guys are are going for that, the whole experience from the roasting to the the barista to the whole. Yeah, we roast, the roasting, making our own syrups. We use 
Yeah, we do make all of our own syrups too. And They're at your place. Alternative yeah. milks, yeah. Yeah, we make our own alternative milks too. We make rice milk. We make almond milk. Yeah, we. we I don't know if you guys milk. have heard of this place, but you know, we get some produce from this place called Special. Oh, produce. Yeah. oh, oh yeah. yeah. So it's, yeah. Yeah. it's pretty good. Yeah, we <laughs> so like to think it's from good. the farmers market. We make your own milk <laughs> Thank you. too. Yeah. Well, it hel- it gives us a better way of controlling flavor. So that's what we're we're striving to always perfect that ah, flavor. Like flavor. you you come in one day and for me I try the coffee I'm like this is good coffee. Now what can I do to make it better? And it's always just striving to make it better. Even though cuz I don't want to just settle for good enough. Right. I still want to just keep going and going. I'm not changing anything. Like that you're still going to enjoy the same cup and have the same experience, mm-hmm. but then every time you're going to find just a little something that like, oh, this tastes really good today. Maybe tomorrow this tastes even better than yesterday. So by making our own syrups, we're able to do that using Control. yeah, good ingredients, organic where we can, and introducing it into our coffee. Same like we have a, for the season, we have our harvest latte, which is a pumpkin. Sure. Mm-hmm. We use actual pumpkin puree. We put our own seasonings in there. We chose to use a different sugar as opposed to just regular sugar mm. so we could control the flavor. And when you drink it, it's not just syrup that you're tasting. It tastes like pumpkin pie with a nice hint of coffee. So we're not trying to mask our coffee either. Just because you're a latte drinker, we don't want you to miss out on the experience of the coffee. Right. Oh Balance. My. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, <laughs> he's right, though. It goes with the seasons, and it's yeah. pumpkin season. And then I was just thinking, I wonder what they do in summertime. The citrus, probably, right? Yeah, citrus. Like we were doing lavender lemonade. We have lavender lattes. Lavender lattes? Oh, yeah, it's delicious. So it, so I'll... because it's it's you guys are able to do that at your location, mm-hmm. you know, because it's, it's, it's you guys just have that one location, correct? Correct, yeah. Right now. And is there going to be more? Very much so, yeah. Is that the plan moving oh, forward? Yeah, because we're definitely looking to expand to have more of a main and main presence, uh-huh. uh, bring that brand identity out there and to have more and more people experience Leap Coffee. Because, uh, again, it's all about the experience. And, mm-hmm. you know, we love what we do so much. And we just want to gift other people with our passion elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, coming into markets like Fraser Farms up in, you know, North County, we're jumping into those places uh, there's a beautiful place called Grant's Market down south here mm-hmm. that, you know, coffee's in. And mm-hmm. so we're trying to get into the homes more and more. And, you know, we have a lot of things on the horizon that, you know, you'll mm. definitely see coming soon here. And it's really exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're blessed enough that we have just this great foundation of a place and not only a foundation, but, you know, these amazing employees like that are a part wow. of our yeah. our culture no and our kidding. they make it yeah right they? i mean they i mean they basically define leap i mean they are you know who we are and you know it's those baristas that are up there every single day our kitchen staff you know that produce everything that you know we wanted to have and they make it happen in front of the customers continuously and it's it's amazing like you just yeah. kind of sit back and you feel blessed you know and it's like you know of course you're always going to go through like staff issues here and there, but at the end of the day, I mean, these people really care, and you can see when you know people get frustrated. It's usually because they care, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is a good issue. Yeah, you know. True. So <laughs> we're all going to have our different personalities, but the reality is we have a lot of special people and a oh, lot of great experience. And you know, it's fun to be able to see when the employees, you know, do their little latte art, their little mini throwdown, and. Uh, <laughs> 
latte. And they get excited. They take a picture of it. Or when they see that a customer takes a picture of it, uh-huh. then it, that's like extremely rewarding yeah. because you it's know, instant gratification. It exactly. Is. On I mean, how many Instagram. times? How many times have you guys think back of all the coffee shops you've gone to? Maybe you're a regular somewhere, and that's the one part of your day that you enjoy. Not just getting your yeah. cup of coffee, but interacting with that barista that knows your order. As you're walking in the door, they're already starting your drink. And that's yeah. something that we like to bring to Leap, is that sort of thing. We remember who you are. We know your name. No, I saw that the other day when I was there. A lot of regulars. Yeah. You could tell they've been there before. They say hi. She starts making it. I want that in restaurants, you know? Well, like you, I walk in and yeah. they start making my, you know, food. <laughs> my filet mignon. Right? Well, you guys are taking it to the next level, like you say. Yeah, I hope so. It's a leap. That's, you guys that's are the taking goal, a leap for sure. moving yeah. forward. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the vision. So, yeah, mm. and part of that vision is to eventually, you know, part of what we want to do, and that's a part of who we are, is to, like, eventually we're building the structure behind this, but to help people, you know, bridge their gaps, to have, you know, bridge their leap so it's less of a leap so you know the idea behind the business is that we took a leap well we would like to assist people to make their leap a lot shorter so Mm -hmm. that's you know a really neat thing that we're kind of looking into Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. to help bring that a part of our business so wow you know you always got to give back and that's the thing is Mm -hmm. if again you have to contribute you know it's Mm -hmm. it's definitely not so much a take you know you yeah. got to give continuously, so we're it. here to serve. So nice. Now, with all this International Coffee Day, National Coffee Day, what are you guys doing there at Leap Coffee? Anything? So yeah, we uh, we actually are doing dollar off, you know, the drinks. So coffee or espresso drinks. Okay. Cool. So that we're doing actually, you know, since yesterday through Sunday. Uh huh. So because you got National Coffee Day, that's you know considered on you know, in the U.S. on Friday. Mm-hmm. And then, but people just have been carrying it through the weekend yeah, and then right. International <laughs> Coffee Day, you know. They uh, extend their celebration. Right, yeah, right. <laughs> Should just be coffee uh, year. Now, yeah. do, you guys, do you guys get busier because of those, because of that social media? Honestly, yesterday, yesterday was pretty good. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, yesterday we was brought, brought on quite a lot of people. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of people didn't even know, you know, and you just bring it to their attention mm-hmm. and, it's kind of like, oh, you're getting a dollar off today. And they're like, what? what? <laughs> you're like, yeah, it's coffee day. And they're like, every day's coffee day for me. I need it. <laughs> but uh, no, it's good. It's It's been great. And and it's funny. I, when I was doing research, you know, a little bit ago about um, National Coffee Day, International Coffee Day, it all started in Italy. Mm, you know, Italy. Yeah. Italy's like, you know, the place, even though coffee's from you know, Africa. So. Yeah, but Italy. Um, but yeah, they kind of make the mark on everything. And then, you know, it's kind of fluctuated on the days. And that's where it's kind of like this three-day uh-huh. this three day event. I think we need to be more like New Orleans and have like celebrations every weekend. I know. Um, you know, when I lived in New Orleans, <laughs> like it was so like wild <laughs> because they really had, I mean, food's like a part of their entire culture. Correct. And of course, coffee is as well. And But it was funny to see that like every weekend they're celebrating something. I think we need to start doing that here. Okay, that's it. It's, it <laughs> we'll start with coffee. We'll start with coffee. <laughs> you know, we need to have produce weekends. I know. <laughs> have know. celebrations all throughout the year. I think next weekend with Banana margaritas. Weekend. Yeah, margarita well, weekend. Celebration. I am just so happy for you guys. You. Uh, yeah. Congratulations on your business and on this vision that you guys have and, you know, wanting to bring that experience to San Diego, you know, and, no, and, and the community. And I think that's that's great. 
Thank you. Thank so, you. Yeah. And thank you for it. joining us here of today. Of and yeah. uh, your shout outs. I know you want to shout out to somebody. Shout outs. <laughs> yeah. Well, your my mom. entire staff. My, uh, right. Sweet. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, definitely shout out to my entire staff. Um, our entire staff. Uh, you know, all of our customers. I mean, it's incredible. Yeah. Uh, for everybody out there that hasn't tried our, you know, brand, definitely come up and visit us. Yeah. Uh, again, it's a great experience. We just added a, you know, patio outside that overlooks that, you like, know, farmland. Yeah, it's, it's gorgeous. Um, so it's a lot of fun to experience that. But just, you know, from the outside, it's very deceiving. You walk in, and it just opens up. It's yeah. nice. It's it's comfortable. It's We're not bright. just saying that. Yeah, yeah no. exactly. So it's got a great feel. Um, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So definitely follow them on social media at Leap Coffee, and you want to make sure that you hashtag Leap Coffee. Yes. Um, are do you guys have personal Instagrams that you'd like to share, or we'll just go with at Leap Coffee? Leap Coffee is my Leap personal coffee. Instagram. That's no, but if you go in, they ask for David Leap Coffee. They ask Leap for PJ. Coffee, they, they David, die David for does. Coffee. David does a you know yearly uh, swimsuit coffee ca- <laughs> you know calendar. It's hey, pretty you, good. Will you guys ever consider like now? Would you guys ever consider having a, a like a coffee competition there at your place? Very much so. Yeah, we've yeah, actually been in talks with. Oh my god! Yeah, really? We're yeah, on we want to go. <laughs> that throw, would be so throw cool. down. Let you know. We no, could be bring, tasters. Bring it back. You know, do a little. Throwback. Yeah, please. We need tasters. Very throw much back, so. Th- uh, uh, throwback. Um, throw down. <laughs> All right. Well, um, our Instagram uh, account is SP underscore Diva Lounge. And also, please follow our Specialty Produce Network account. The network, yes. Uh, My personal account is (laughs) SP underscore Maribel. Uh Uh-huh. Julie underscore Hostler. (laughs) And uh, like I said, we want to thank you for being here. And taking the time. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. Yeah, no, a pleasure. We're going to come up to your place. Next, drink some coffee when yeah. we, you invite us for the uh, competition. Throw and stay down. tuned yeah. for that throwback throw down. Throw down. <laughs> The Specialty Produce app is the world's number one handheld resource on produce. The app features photographs, recipes, geography and history, taste and culinary applications on over 1,900 produce items. From apples to zapote, we've got your produce questions answered. Our app is available for both iPhone and Android. Download our app for free today.